Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Metcast, the podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. My name is Dan Cotton, and in this episode, I'm looking ahead to a historic fixture in the UEFA European Football Championship, as England and Scotland go head-to-head at Wembley Stadium. Fans of both teams will have their own predictions on the outcome of the game, but is there a proven way of being able to predict the score of a football match before it is played? A group of students at Manchester Met think there is. As part of our award-winning RISE programme, students Lewis Waterhouse and Tom Goodrick have worked with Dr Will Cook in the University's Future Economies Research Centre to use applied economics and statistical modelling to predict the result of this huge upcoming game. I spoke to them about their model and asked them to reveal the all-important result before a ball is kicked. I'm here with Dr Will Cook, Lewis Waterhouse and Tom Goodrick. And Dr Cook, if I could come to you first, uh, could you just explain a bit of a, a background to the project, um, how the students got involved um, and exactly what they were briefed to do uh, through the RISE programme? Sure. So, so I'm a senior lecturer in economics, and uh, as an applied economist, what we do really is is try and explain kind of real world things with data, uh, build, building models. And the Rise Program at MMU is all about providing those kind of additional sort of opportunities for students to um, get involved in in all sorts of things, both at the university and outside the university. But the particular thing that that I was looking to do was involve students in some of the statistical modelling around sport. Um, And so I advertised for students who were both uh, quantitatively minded and also um, had an interest in football. And uh, I got got quite a a big response from students and um, I selected Tom and Lewis uh, from that list because they both showed an interest in in, in, uh, quantitative modelling but also a kind of understanding of football and you know that that combination of understanding the actual sport but also the the, the skills around it is really important in terms of doing the models that we're doing um in terms of the specific work um originally we were going to be doing some research on 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 uh, uh testing whether um, cut runs had an effect on league performance and we're still working on that but um, as a bit of a starter task that kind of grew and grew we looked to predict what was going to happen in in the the playoffs and essentially the the, the brief for for Lewis and Tom was to to gather data and to and to uh, and to deliver some analysis that might provide some insights into into what the result might be and it it kind of grew from there really. And Tom, if I come to you, um, could you just explain how you kind of come up with that original model and kind of a bit of a background on how you used it to, you predicted the correct result in the in the EFL playoff final, is that right? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. So initially our um, playoff analysis was, we were kind of looking at the outcomes for the two teams um, and like trying to see how their long-term uh, you know, effects on on whoever won or lost the game. So, kind of, our initial analysis kind of it revealed it's a really significant match for both the winner and the loser of the game. Because with thirty one percent of the losers, uh, in particular of the playoff final, find themselves relegated within five seasons, um, and that's quite significant. But also, fourteen percent of the winners found found themselves also relegated within five seasons. So, it's quite a big. Uh, sort of difference between the two and in addition to that we we found that 
winning the winning the playoff final actually gives ten years of sort of benefits to the winner of the game. It kind of, it takes ten years for both teams to kind of cross over in terms of uh, overall like league position across all the English tiers. So it, it was a really significant um, findings for this particular game. And then this kind of grew into uh, we want we decided we wanted to predict the final of the this year's playoff final. And the first thing we kind of had to think about was, you know, what what variables affect, you know, who, you know, who's going to have a good chance of winning the game. So initially we we thought kind of the market value of each team, because that's kind of a good indicator of the kind of quality of players uh, each team possesses. And then we also looked at the semi-final results and this kind of gave a good idea of the kind of the form right before the immediate game in the final and then also we looked at the um, the five league games before the playoffs to kind of get an idea of how the, how the teams were playing at that moment uh, right before the big playoff games um, but to, initially to build the actual model we collected 29 years worth of every playoff final uh, semi-final and final game uh, all the way back to 1992 um, so this was kind of allowed us to kind of teach the model, uh, you know, if, if we input these variables, uh, this is kind of, this is the outcome you can expect. So with that, with that 29 years of data, we were then able to uh, import this year's team's variables. So we used the market values, um, we used at the average squad age, so that, that, that wasn't as a significant um variable because the, the kind of ages of the teams are fairly similar um, and then we also used the semi-final uh, leg leg results overall and the form last five form games and this kind of gave this gave us a 50 uh, it gave us a, a 59 percent uh, chance of Brentford winning the final and a 41 percent chance of Swansea so it was quite it was quite tight really it could have gone either way but um our best prediction, as we've advertised, was the um, our two 0 win uh, that we predicted. Um, and if you want to, if you want to have proof of that, we tweeted it uh, before the actual the actual game on the day. So um, yeah, our model uh, kind of based on the variables we inputted, it it gave us a good prediction because <laughs> we got it correct in the end. Yeah. So after correctly predicting the score of the championship playoff final, um, you turn your attentions to international football and to the England-Scotland game tonight. Uh, Lewis, could you explain how you've applied your model here and could you reveal the all-important score prediction for the game? Current yours are quite unique because there's no home nations or fans, so that could affect the team performance. So we've basically just took the modelling looking at the data from 2008-2016 and predicted so far whether it's worked in the Euros. So it's a bit of trial and error because you need a lot of um, knowledge of international football to know if anything looks out of place. So before, we ran a model and it predicted Macedonia to win 5-0 today. So obviously that's it's not going to be correct, but... Yeah, up to now we've got 87% of the matches correct so far this Euros. But the scorelines can be a bit more challenging to predict. 
But for today, we've got England down 75% chance to win. Scotland less than 1%. But they have got a 24% chance of drawing. And then for the final score, we were getting between 2 and 4 nil. So we've estimated that the final score will be 3 nil to England. So there we have it. England 3, Scotland 0 is the predicted score. I'm sure people from across the university will be coming to you if you get that result right again. Uh, we'll all be watching with interest tonight. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Metcast, the podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. Your feedback is always welcome, as are much-needed review ratings on iTunes, so if you have a moment, please head there to let us know what you think. You can subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform. That's all for now. Until next time, goodbye.